And a pleasant good afternoon to you, everybody, as we bring you Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball Live from Veterans Memorial Park, where today the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs welcome the Geneva Red Wings. Diamond Dogs coming off a loss last night to the Utica Blue Sox, taking home the sweep did the Blue Sox. And the Dogs dropped to... Seven and three on the young season. Meanwhile, the Geneva Red Wings come in with a record of five wins against seven losses, coming off a seven to nothing shutout of the Adirondack Trailblazers. They come in in fourth place in the tight Western Division. Only one and a half games separating third place Jamestown from fourth place Geneva. Now let's take a look at the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs in the field. It'll be Zion Sanders in left from the University of Wisconsin. Hector Shepard will take the place of Hector Rojas, or excuse me, Harvey Rojas in center field. He's from Niagara Community College. From MVCC, Raihan Sanford will go to right field. Around the horn, it will be Dewey Leach from DePaul University at third. Alejandro Blankenship at short from Herkimer College. Shahid Swan will take second base from Utica College. And Kelly Gallagher will take first base from Herkimer College. Tonight's starting battery brought to you by the tire shop in Canajahari. It will be Hosnane Harrington catching from DePaul University, and it'll be he'll be catching for Bradley Ridley from William and Mary. Taking a look at the Geneva lineup, it'll be Aiden Aldred, second baseman, batting first. Omar Threat, number one, in left field, batting second. Ari Churchill tonight starting catcher. From Youngstown State, batting third. Kareem King in center field from Carleton College, batting fourth. Brooke Pitt from Smith College, batting fifth. Eric Pena at third base from Sewanee College, batting sixth. Casper Thorne at third, first base from Central Connecticut State, batting seventh. Inning eighth. And Monty Matthews. Tonight's starting designated hitter from Mohawk Valley Community College, batting ninth. Getting underway now. It'll be Aiden Aldred to start things off for the Red Wings here in the first inning. Every single Diamond Dog getting on base last night, but it was not enough as the Dogs fell to the Utica Blue Sox by the score of 5-2. Sanford did score a home run in the offing, though, grabbing his sixth home run of the season, which leads all PGCBL batters. Right now, it'll be Aiden Aldred. Aldred grabbing a home run for himself last night as well in the 7 nothing win for Geneva. First pitch from Bradley Ridley is a ball, and we are underway here at Veterans Memorial Park. 
It'll be Aldred, Threat, and Churchill, the minimum three for Geneva here in the first inning. Geneva making their first trip to the Little Falls area as they were scheduled to come here last year, but a rainstorm wiped out any thoughts of that. Next pitch to Aiden Aldred is a called strike, and the count evens at one apiece. Geneva in their red tops with black lettering and red caps with white pants. The dogs in their home blacks. Black shirt with green lettering, white pants, and black hat. Next pitch to Aiden Aldred is fouled off, and the count one and two. One two count to Aiden Aldred, and the pitch is hit right to first baseman Callie Gallagher, who will just step on the bag. And there's one out here in the first. That'll bring up Omar Threat. Threat from Lynn University. Today's starting left fielder for the Geneva Red Wings, wearing number 31. Comes in with a 248 average after a 1 for 4 night last night against the Trailblazers. First pitch to him is fouled off in the count 0 and 1. Some other games are good. Glens Falls after an 8-6 upset last night will head back to Eastfield to take on the Amsterdam Mohawks. Albany will go to will stay home on their swing home stand. They will face the Adirondack Trailblazers. Newark and Jamestown will get it in just a few minutes, as will Utica and Watertown. Next pitch to threat is a bounced in the dirt, and they'll say it's a foul ball off his foot, and quickly 0-2 to Omar Threat. Ridley working quickly, and here's the 0-2 pitch. It swung on and missed. And three pitches, three strikes from Bradley Ridley, and there are quickly two outs here in the first. That'll bring up Ari Churchill. Churchill three for four last night against the Adirondack Trailblazers, knocking in three runs of his own as the Red Wings went on to the 7-0 victory. Churchill hitting 3-11 for the Red Wings this season. Hit 3-47 for the Youngstown State Penguins. And the first pitch to him is a ball in the dirt and the count 1-0. Ridley shakes off a couple signals from his... Catcher, that's Hosnian Harrington. And the 1-0 pitch is fouled into the dugout, and the count 1-1. One one. Foul ball going right into the Mohawk Valley dugout. Bouncer there for a couple seconds. And a new ball will be thrown to Bradley Ridley. Next pitch to him is swung on and missed, and the count one and two. 
A 1-2 count to Ari Churchill. And the pitch is low for ball two in the count, two and two. A 2-2 count to Ari Churchill, and the pitch is bounced down, down the third baseline where Dewey Leach will throw it over to Callie Gallagher, and that will end the first for Geneva. 1-2 dogs and Red Wings tied at zero. Getting ready now for the bottom of the first for Mohawk Valley. It'll be Hector Shepard, Callie Gallagher, and Shahid Swan for the Diamond Dogs. And let's take a look at the Red Wings around the field. Brought to you by Big M of Dollsville. It's Omar Threat from Linden University in left. Kareem King. Excuse me, I think that's his name. Kareem Kim King in center field and Jorge Delaney in right field. Eric Pena at third base. Brooke Pitt at short. Aiden Aldred at second. Casper Thorne at first. And tonight's starting battery is brought to you by Price Chopper of Little Falls. It's Ari Churchill from Youngstown State catching for Glenn Roberson out of Hilbert. Hil Roberson Pitching in 10 games this year for Hilbert University. Picking up a 1.96 ERA. He will face the minimum three of Hector Shepard, Callie Gallagher, and Shahid Swan. Rest of tonight's lineup brought to you by Herkimer College. It'll be Raihan Sanford batting in his usual spot at cleanup. He's in right field. Tonight starting DH is King Garcia. He'll be batting fifth. Dewey Leach at third base. He'll be batting sixth. Hosnane Harrington at catcher. He'll be batting seventh. Alejandro Blankenship at second base. He'll be, or excuse me, at shortstop. He'll be batting eighth. And Zion Sanders batting ninth in left field. I'll bring Hector Shepard to the plate. Shepard making his debut for the Diamond Dogs here at Veterans Memorial Park. Got into the game a couple nights ago at Adirondack. Managed to grab a couple of hits in the loss. Or excuse me, in the win. In the extra inning win at the Smith Sports Complex. First pitch to him is a ball. And the count 1-0 oh to Hector Shepard. Shepard hitting 222 for the Seawolves of nine years back. They were here at Veterans Memorial Park in a thriller in the Region 3 baseball championships won by these very Herkimer, Herkimer College generals as it takes the next pitch for a called strike. And the count, 1-1. One 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 count to Hector Shepard. Here's the next pitch from Roberson. It's a called strike as well on the count one and two. Hector 
1-2 count to Hector Shepard. The next pitch from Roberson is fouled off again. And the count remains 1-2. and two. One two count to Hector Shepard. The next pitch is swung on and missed. And there's one out here in the bottom of the first. And that will bring up Callie Gallagher. Gallagher from Herkimer College, where he bat 319 for the Generals. It's tonight's starting first baseman for Mohawk Valley. First pitch from Roberson is fouled off in the count 0-1. So a quick 0-1 count to Gallier. The next pitch is inside for ball one. The count evens at one apiece. The 1-1 pitch to Callie Gallagher is outside for ball two in the count now two and one to Callie Gallagher. Nobody on, one out, bottom of the first. Diamond Dogs and Red Wings tied at zero. The 2-1 pitch to Gallagher is swung on and missed and the count even set two. Gallagher steps out of the batter's box, knocks some dirt off his cleats. Steps right back in, and we're ready. And here's the 2-2 pitch. It's hit well to the shortstop. That's Brooke Pitt. Pitt throws over two first. And there are two outs here in the bottom of the first. That'll bring up Shahid Swan. Swan played in one game for Mohawk Valley Actually, he's played in a couple games. Spelling a couple of Diamond Dogs. He's one of the couple that can make a difference around the base pads. As he and Enoch Betts have been spelling players from in third and second. Basically a very good utility player for Mohawk Valley this season. He comes to us from Utica College. And the first pitch to him is a strike and the count 0-1. So both pitchers looking very good in the early going. Neither one of them allowing it so far. The next pitch to Shahid Swan is a ball in the count 1-1. One one count to Shahid Swan is low for ball two in the count now two and one. Two one count to Shahid Swan, and here's the pitch from Roberson. It's fouled off, and the count two and two. As
as Roberson works very deliberately, very slowly. And here is the 2-2 pitch. It swung on and missed. And that will end the first inning. So, 1-2-3 go the Diamond Dogs. So, 1-2-3, 1-2-3, skip to Malou. We head to the second inning. Dogs and Red Wings still tied at zero. Getting ready now for the top of the second here in Mohawk Valley. It'll be Kareem King, Brooke Pitt, and Eric Pena to face off against Bradley Ridley here in the top of the second with no score between the Red Wings and the Diamond Dogs. Kareem King now coming up to the plate wearing number 29 for the Geneva Red Wings. He's in center field. And he cuts an imposing figure at six foot six, weighs in at about one pound. So this is a man that can get some power behind his swings, as was told to me by their manager. That is Corbin Bernard. First pitch to him from. Bradley Ridley is popped foul and into the backstop catcher Hosnane Harrington not having a play on it and the count 0-1. Next pitch from Ridley is lined into the backstop and it looks like the ball got stuck in the in the backstop fencing <laughs> and that just shows you how much power Green King has behind his bat there yes I do believe that is stuck in the fencing behind home plate so the count quickly 0-2 on that The 0-2 pitch to Kareem King is swung on and hit flight in the air to left field. That's where Zion Sanders resides, and he will have an easy catch for out number one. And that will bring up Brooke Pitt. Pitt had one of two home runs in Geneva's game last night at McDonough Park against the... Adirondack Trailblazers. As we have a final from Socrates. It's the Stallions doubling up the Oneana Outlaws by the score of 6-3. to three. So Socrates will move up to 6-4. and four, While the Outlaws drop to 4-7. and seven. They're in a tie for last place right now. With the Albany Dutchman. The first pitch to Brooke Pitt is low for a ball on the count 1-0. One out count for Bradley Ridley. Here's the next pitch. It swung on and hit to the left side over to third base. Dewey Leach throws over to first and it is in time. And there's two outs quickly here in the top of the second. So we got what looks to be a good old-fashioned pitcher's duel between Bradley Ridley and Glenn Roberson 
as Eric Pena comes up to the plate. Pena got one hit, as did every Geneva Red Wing last night. As they went up to the, excuse me, they were at McDonough Park last night, knocking off the Adirondack Trailblazers, seven to nothing. That first pitch to Pena is a ball in the count one and zero to Eric Pena tonight, starting third baseman for Geneva. Bradley working quickly, and this one is inside for ball two in the count. Now 2-0 to Eric Pena. Nobody on. Two outs here in the top of the second. Diamond Dogs and Red Wings are tied at zero. Next pitch from Bradley Ridley is a foul ball in the count. Two and one. Next pitch to Pena. Just paints the inside corner for a called strike in the count. Two and two. Two two count to Eric Pena and the pitch is swung on and missed. That's the second strikeout for Bradley Ridley, and it ends the top of the second. So one, two, three, go the Red Wings once again. We head to the bottom of the second. Diamond Dogs and Red Wings tied at zero. Getting ready now for the bottom of the second. Diamond Dogs and Geneva Red Wings tied at zero. It'll be Sanford, Garcia, and Dewey Leach, the minimum three for Mohawk Valley here in the bottom of the second. And we'd like to congratulate a couple of Perfect Game Collegiate Baseball League alumni who got drafted last night. First off, we'd like to congratulate two first-rounders. Only a five-round draft this year due to extenuating circumstances. We'd like to thank Jordan West congratulate Jordan Westberg from Elmira, as well as Justin Foscue. From they got picked by the Baltimore Orioles and Texas Rangers, respectively. In the third round, it was Newark Pilot Xavier Warren. Central Michigan's highest draft pick since 1977. He's going to the Milwaukee Brewers, where he'll meet former Diamond Dogs Zachary Venero. And in the fourth round, a Geneva Red Wing was taken. Tanner Murray, the 125th overall selection. He's going to the Tampa Bay Rays. Some of these players here at Veterans Memorial Park looking to make it to the show as well. Once their college careers are over, I have no doubt that one of these guys, be they Red Wing or Diamond Dog, will see their name 
go up on the big board. Right now, Raihan Sanford coming up to the plate. Sanford hit a big home run last night to try and get some momentum from Mohawk Valley. Unfortunately, the solo shot did not help as they dropped the second game of the Route 5 rivalry. First pitch to him from Roberson is fouled off in the count 0-1. We're underway here in the bottom of the second. Diamond Dogs and Red Wings, no score. Next pitch to Raihan Sanford is a ball low. And the count now 1-1. So a 1-1 count to Raihan Sanford. And the next pitch is swung on and missed. Count now 1-2. and two. To Sanford. Another... Another score coming in from the Perfect Game Collegiate Baseball League. This is in East, excuse me, East Field. Another upset for the Glens Falls Dragons, knocking off the Amsterdam Mohawks by the score of four to two. Next pitch to Raihan Sanford is swung on and missed. And that's strikeout number three for Glenn Roberson. And there's one out here in the bottom of the second. That'll bring up Keaton Garcia. Tonight's starting DH for Mohawk Valley. Stands in with nobody on. One out here in the bottom of Roberson is a called strike in the count 0-1. Low-scoring affair in Albany before they got called due to darkness. Final score in that one, Adirondack 2, Albany nil. Next pitch to Garcia is a called strike once again. And the count 0-2. Garcia not liking that play at all as it looked like it might have gotten back inside, but... Umpire does not see it that way from his vantage point. And the count quickly 0-2 to Caden Garcia. Roberson goes into his stretch and here's the pitch. Garcia bound, flies this one into right field. Easy catch for Jorge Delaney. And he'll make the catch for the second out of the inning. That'll bring up Dewey Leach. Leach had, did not play yesterday against Utica. As manager Giacomo Parks goes with a completely different lineup today. Players who did not play yesterday at number four. Hosdane Harrington, Dewey Leach... Shahid Swan and Hector Shepard, who is making his Veterans Memorial Park debut. First pitch from Dewey Leach is a ball in the count 1-0. Bottom of the first in Newark, it's the Pilots and the Jamestown Jammers, or excuse me, 
I made that mistake already. <laughs> the newer pilots in the Jamestown Tarp Skunks were so used to calling them the Jammers from their single A days and as well as their PGCBL days that we forget that they have a new name. We'll get to that in just a second. As Leach takes the ball on the count now two and out. As we said, the Jamestown franchise now under new branding. They are now the Jamestown Tarp Skunks. After a year off from being the Jamestown Jammers, making the PGCBL Championship Final before losing the Amsterdam Mohawks a season ago. Or two seasons ago, actually. Just two and one due tonight's starting third baseman for Mohawk Valley. Roberson working quickly. Here's the. Here he goes into a stretch for the 2 1. It's hit over to second base. Aiden Aldred having no problems with that one. And that will end the second. 1 2 3. 1 2 3. Inning once again. So no runs, no hits, no errors for either team. And we head to the top of the third. Mohawk Valley and Geneva all tied up at zero. Getting ready now for the bottom of the third here, or excuse me, the top of the third here in Mohawk Valley. Diamond Dogs and Red Wings tied at zero. It'll be Casper Thorne, Jorge Delaney, and Monty Matthews to get things going for the Geneva Red Wings here in the top of the third. And it'll be Casper Thorne to start things off for the Geneva Red Wings from Central Connecticut State where he batted 208 for the Blue Devils. Also pitched a couple games in relief, got a couple of saves for the Blue Devils as well. First pitch to him from Bradley Ridley is a called strike in the count. 0-1 and we are underway here in the bottom of the third. Oh, one pitch to Casper Thorne is in the dirt for ball one. No, wait, they're going to say it tipped his bat. It's a foul ball. I didn't see where he tipped his bat, but that's that's why we're in the press box and not down on the field. Might have just clipped the outer edge of his bat. But in either case, the count is 0-2. Here's the next pitch to Thorne outside for ball one in the count. 1-2. and two. One, two count to Casper Thorne. The next pitch is... Bounce to catcher Hosnane Harrington and the count two and two. A two two count. A called strike. Strike three to Casper Thorne. That's strikeout number three for Bradley Ridley. And there is one out here in the top of the third. That will bring up Jorge Delaney. 
Tonight's starting right fielder for the Red Wings. Coming to Geneva from Barnard College. In New York City. First pitch to him is a ball in the count 1-0. Delaney, a native of the Bronx, New York. Talked to him before the game. Told me he used to walk over to Yankee Stadium. <laughs> and he knew one of the ticket vendors. They kind of snuck him in. He used to watch games on the one of the TVs that used to be in the Mezzanine. As the next pitch to Delaney is a foul ball on the count. One and one. So a lucky little guy was Jorge Delaney. Next pitch to him is a ball on the count. Two and one to Jorge Delaney. Bradley Ridley working quickly, and here's the pitch. It swung on and hit over to the second baseman, Shahid Swan. The college pioneer will throw over to the Hercurian General, Kelly Gallagher, and that will be the second out of the third for Geneva. That will bring up the designated hitter, Monty Matthews. Matthews, like Raihan Sanford, is a freshman at Mohawk Valley Community College. Matthews looking to get into criminal justice when he leaves. Plans to become... A judge. Life. Wish Monty Matthews the best of luck with that as he takes a foul ball on the count 0 1. Next pitch to Ridley. Looks a little bit more deliberately, and this one is fouled off as well on the count 0 2. Three strikeouts already for Bradley Ridley. As he has gone one, two, three in the first two innings he's played. The 0-2 pitch is low for a ball in the count. One and oh, excuse me, one and two. Yes. One two count to Monty Matthews. Here's the pitch from Ridley. It's low for a ball in the count. Two and two now. Two-two count to Monty Matthews. The pitch is swung on and hit high in the air to center field. That's where Hector Shepard is standing. A easy catch, and that's out number three. 
So once again, one, two, three, go the Geneva Red Wings. And we head to the bottom of the third, Diamond Dogs and Red Wings, no score. Getting ready now for the bottom of the third here in Mohawk Valley. It'll be Hotsdane, Harrington, Alejandro Blankenship, and Zion Sanders to start the bottom of the third for Mohawk Valley. The other team managing to get a hit so far off of either Glenn Roberson or Bradley Ridley from William & Mary College. So far it has been the very definition of a pitcher's duel. And first up for Mohawk Valley here in the bottom of the third, it'll be Hosnane Harrington. Harrington making his Veterans Memorial Park debut. Got in a couple nights ago in the loss to the Utica Blue Sox. <laughs> first pitch to him from Glenn Roberson is a ball on the count 1-0. So neither team managing to get even get on base so far. As Mohawk Valley and Geneva looking to pick up wins to streak to two. Next pitch to Harrington is bounced in the dirt. And the count now 2-0 to Hosnane Harrington. Duo pitch to Hosnane Harrington is hit to the left side. It's shortstop Brook Hill once again doing the honors, and there is one out here in the third. That'll bring up Alejandro Blankenship. Blankenship tonight's starting shortstop for Mohawk Valley. Looking to get the dogs on the board as both Roberson and Ridley pitching perfect games so far. Next pitch, first pitch to Blankenship is a called strike in the count 0-1. one count to Blankenship, the next pitch is a called strike as well on the count 0-2. O2 count to Blankenship, this one is swung on and missed. That is strikeout number four for Glenn Roberson. And there are two outs here in the bottom of the third. That will bring up Zion Sanders. Sanders from the University of Wisconsin. Usually bookends Harvey Rojas with fellow Badger King Garcia. And the first pitch to him from Roberson is a called strike in the count 0-1. So both Roberson and Ridley working very quickly. 
And the next pitch to Sanders is a ball in the count one and one. A 1-1 count to Zion Sanders and the pitch is swung on and fouled off down the third baseline on the count one and two. Foul ball Valley so far, so they're knowing where to hit them. It's just a matter of getting them into the infield. And the next pitch to Sanders is fouled off as well and count remains one and two. 1-2 count to Zion Sanders and the pitch is fouled off again and the count remains 1-2. and two. One, two count once again to Zion Sanders and the pitch is low for ball three, ball two, excuse me, count now two and two. Two, two count to Zion Sanders. And the pitch from Roberson is swung on and missed. And that will end the third for Mohawk Valley with Glenn Roberson's fifth strikeout of the game. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on for Mohawk Valley in the third. We head to the fourth. Geneva and Mohawk Valley tied at zero. Getting ready now for the top of the fourth. It'll be the top of the order for the Geneva Red Wings. As we hit the fourth inning, it'll be Aldred, Threat, and Church. Church Hill, excuse me, for Geneva. Here in the bottom of the fourth, no hits, no runs for either team so far. And we've gone through the lineup once for both teams. Aldred, as we said, 0 for 1. He grounded out to first base back in the first inning. First pitch to him from Bradley Ridley is a ball. And the count 1 and 0. Aldred looking to get things going for a Geneva team. That started this young season with a record of five wins against seven losses. Fortunately, in the Western Division, that's good enough for Geneva to take a playoff spot right now, leading Adirondack by a half game in that situation. As all in the top four teams will make the playoffs. And right now, those look like Utica, Geneva, Elmira, and Jamestown. In the east, it looks like Mohawk Valley, Amsterdam, Saugerties, and Glens Falls as Aldra takes a call strike in the count two and one. An update from Newark as the pilots 
add a couple runs in the third. They now lead Jamestown by the score of two to nothing, as well as Utica getting a couple runs themselves. They lead Watertown four to nothing. And that pitch to Aldred is popped up high in the air. That won't even get out of the infield. As both catcher Hosnane Harrington and Dewey Leach will converge on it. It'll be Harrington who makes the catch. And there's one out here in the fourth. That will bring up Omar Threat. Threat 0 for 1 on the night. He was the first strikeout victim of Bradley Ridley. Standing with nobody on, one out here in the top of the fourth. <coughs> First pitch to threat is a called strike and the count 0-1. Umpires today tightening up. Strikes them just a little bit and... It's resulted in a lot more called strikes today. As this next pitch is inside for ball one. Threat having to dance out of the way of that one. Just barely missed. Getting hit right in the arm with that one. Threat now leans in with a 1-1 count. And the next pitch from Ridley is low for ball two catcher Harrington having a hard time with that one that one had a little bit of a spin to it and bounced out of his glove next pitch to threat is swung on and hit in the air to the left side Dewey Leach looking to make a play on it but will be disappointed as it floats in so 2-2 two -two count to Omar Threat. Two two count to Omar Threat. And the pitch is hit down the third baseline this time. A fair ball. Dewey Leach will make the grab and the thrower to first. And that will be the second out of the inning. So that'll bring up Ari Churchill. Churchill did what Omar Threat just did in the first inning. He grounded out to third base. And the first pitch to tonight's starting catcher for Geneva is a ball on the count 1 and 0. One zero count to Ari Churchill, and here's the pitch. It's fouled off into this time the first base stands, and the count is one and one. So a one one count to Ari Churchill, and here's the pitch from Ridley. It's fouled off as well, and the count one and two. One two count to Ari Churchill and the pitch from Ridley is swung on and missed. 
And that's strike number strikeout number four for Bradley Ridley. And that will end the Geneva fourth. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on as it has been for the last four innings. We head to the bottom of the fourth. Diamond Dogs and Red Wings tied at zero. Getting you ready now for the bottom of the fourth. It'll be Hector Shepard, Callie Gallagher, and Shahid Swan to start things off for Mohawk Valley. Both teams still looking for their first hit of the game as they, we've gone through the lineup once apiece. And neither team has managed to figure out the pitchers so far. It'll be Hector Shepard to start things off against Glenn Roberson for this fourth inning. And he'll take a ball on the count 1-0. 1-0 count to Hector Shepard. And now the pitch to from Glenn Roberson is a ball as well in the count now 2 and 0 oh to Hector Shepard. Two O oh count to Shepard. The pitch is fouled off. And the count now 2 and 1 to tonight's starting center fielder for Mohawk Valley. Shepard started things off for us in the bottom of the first with a strikeout. He's one of five strikeout victims for Glenn Roberson so far. And the next pitch to him is hit in the dirt over to third base side. Third baseman Eric Pena having no problems with this one and throws it over to first for the first out. That will bring up Callie Gallagher. Gallagher grounded out to the shortstop back in the first inning. And he steps in with nobody on and one out here in the bottom of the fourth. Diamond Dogs and Geneva Red Wings both looking for their first hit. First pitch to Gallagher is a swinging strike in the count 0-1. Gallagher. And the next pitch is a swing strike as well in the count. 0 and 2. O2 count to Kelly Gallagher, and the pitch is low for a ball on the count now. 1 and 2. One two count to Kelly Gallagher and the pitch from Roberson is low again for ball two and the count quickly up to two balls and two strikes. Two two count to Kelly Gallagher and the pitch is fouled off. And the count remains two balls and two strikes. A 2-2 count to Callie Gallagher. The pitch from Roberson is bounced in the dirt into the infield. 
They're going to say it's a foul ball and the count remains 2-2. Two and two. Two two count to Callie Gallagher and the pitch from Roberson is low for a ball and the count now full. On deck for Mohawk Valley, Shahid Swan. He's 0 for 1 with a strikeout. And the next pitch to Gallagher swung on and missed. And quickly, there are two outs here in the top, excuse me, bottom of the fourth. That will bring up Sheed Swan. Swan, as we said, 0 for 1 on the day with a strikeout. Facing Roberson for the first time. And the first pitch to him is a foul ball on the count 0 and 1. One count to Shahid Swan. Roberson working a little bit more delivery. Goes into his stretch. And the pitch is swung on and hit. Or excuse me, second baseman Aiden Aldred. Aiden Aldred will have little problem throwing this to first to get Shahid Swan for the third out. So we've gone through four innings. And nobody has picked up a hit so far. We head to the top of the fifth. Geneva and Mohawk Valley tied at zero. Getting you ready now for the bottom of the fifth. It'll be King, Pitt, and Pena to start off things for, excuse me, for Geneva. Here in the top of the fifth, nobody has any runs. Nobody has any hits so far. King, Pitt, or Pena looking to change that for Geneva. Here in the top of the fifth, and what a game it is for Geneva and their first game here at Veterans Memorial Park as the member of the Perfect Game Collegiate Baseball League. What a way to start off a good partnership between these two teams. King 0 for 1 on the day flew out to left field to start the, to start the second. Bradley Ridley, four strikeouts so far for Mohawk Valley. First pitch to King is a foul ball in the count 0-1. Of course, we told you about King wedging a ball in the backstop here at Veterans Memorial Park. I don't think anybody's ever done that. They may have bent a couple of links in the chain link fence, but have never done that before. It's still sitting there about dead center from the home play area as King bashes this one foul into the dugout and the count 0-2. As we said, that ball is still wedged in the backstop there. I think if we I think if we uh, get the ball, we'll give it to Kareem Kings so he can autograph it because that is some power right there. 
Some major league club will be happy to have him. The 0-2 pitch to Kareem King is swung on and missed. And quickly there is one out here in the fifth. Brooke Pitt now looking to get things going for Geneva. He's 0 for 1 on the day. Grounded out to third base back in the second. First pitch to that will get away from Alejandro Blankenship. He's able to knock it down, but the throw is not in time. And there is the first hit of the game for Geneva. It's a single by Brooke Pitt. So now Eric Pena will sit in for Geneva. He's 0 for 1 on the day. He's had a strikeout. As Geneva looks to get things going here in the top of the fifth. First pitch to Pena is thought, or excuse me, is a ball and the count one and zero. One zero count to Eric Pena. Pitt taking a short trip off a of second. Here's the pitch. It's swung on and missed. Brooke Pitt will make a. Try for second. The throw from Harrington is not in time. Stolen base for Brooke Pitt. A ball for Eric Pena. And the Red Wings look to be in business. With one out here in the fifth. Pitt taking a slight lead off of second base. Here's the pitch from Ridley. This one is hit in the dirt. Throw over to first will be in time by second baseman Shahid Swan, but Brooke Pitt will now move over to third base. So Geneva looking to strike first here in the top of the fifth. With Casper Thorne coming up to the plate. Thorne 0 for 1 with a strikeout back in the third inning. Sits in with a runner on third and two outs. First pitch to him is fouled off into the backstop once again. And the count 0-1. So perfect game over for Bradley Ridley as is the no-hitter. He took it through... Four in the third innings. An admirable pitching day if ever there was one. Whether you're in college or in the pros. It's a good day if you can keep a team hitless through four innings. As both of these guys, both of these players have done. Thorne will take this one from one. Thorne out of Central Connecticut State where he led the team. In extra base hits. He has the speed looking to get something going here for Geneva. And ball two to Casper Thorne. Count one and one. Or excuse me, two and one. Two one count to Casper Thorne. And the pitch from Bradley Ridley is a ball. And the count now three and one. 
As Ridley looks a little squirrely here. Three one count to Casper Thorne, and the pitch is swung on and missed. Count now full to Casper Thorne. Three two pitch to Casper Thorne, and this one is outside. And there are runners on the corners for Jorge Delaney. Delaney 0 for 1 as he grounded out to the second base side. Comes in with runners on the corners and two outs for Geneva. Looking to get the first run of the game here in the fifth. First pitch Delaney is swung on and hit over to the second base side. Shahid Swan will just casually throw it over to second base and that will end the fifth no runs on one hit no errors and two left on we head to the bottom of the fifth this game now official Mohawk Valley and Geneva tied at zero getting ready now for the bottom of the fifth it's Raihan Sanford Keegan Garcia and Dewey Leach looking for Mohawk Valley's first hit of the game as Geneva picked up theirs on Brooke Pitt's single in their half of the inning. Now Mohawk Valley looking to do the same here. Sanford 0 for 1 with a strikeout back in the second inning. First pitch to him is hit hard and deep into the gap in left center. This one going to roll all the way to the wall. That'll be extra bases for Ryan Sanford. He miles as he glides confidently into second base for a leadoff single one pitch. And Mohawk Valley gets their first hit of the game. Brought to you by First Source Federal Credit Union, where you are first. That first hit of the game is a first pitch double by Ryan Sanford into the gap in the left center. And the Diamond Dogs quickly in business here in the bottom of the fifth. King Garcia looks to keep things going. He's 0 for 1 on the night with a flyout to right field. The first pitch to him is a ball in the count 1 and 0. So the perfect game over for Roberson as well. He goes just a little shorter than Bradley Ridley going four solid innings and only giving up the one hit. Next pitch to King Garcia is fouled off and the count one and one. One one count to King Garcia and the pitch is hit to the left field side. Shortstop Brookpick cannot make the play on it. And there's another hit for Mohawk Valley. Sanford will move easily over to third base. And with nobody out, there are runners on the corners for Dewey Leach. 
Leach 0 for 1 in the night, grounded out to second base. Looks to give the Diamond Dogs a lead as they head into the late innings. Dewey Leach takes the first pitch for a foul ball. Umpire says foul tipped right into the catcher Ari Churchill's glove and the count 0-1. On deck for Mohawk Valley will be Hosnane Harrington. Harrington 0 for 1 on the night, grounding out to the shortstop. Next pitch to Leach is swung on and fouled off again. Count now 0 and 2. O2 count to Dewey Leach, and here's the pitch low for a ball on the count now. One and two. Sanford staying very close to first base while Keaton going. Next pitch to him is a ball on the count now. Two and two. So after a quick O2 hole, he's able to. Dewey Leach is able to get it back to an even count at two apiece. And here's the pitch. Swung on and hit to the left center gap once again. It'll score Sanford. And send King Garcia over to third. That's an RBI double for Raihan Sanford. And it gives the Diamond Dogs a one to nothing lead here in the fifth. So after four innings of four plus innings of no hit one hit ball, excuse me, Diamond Dogs explode for three. And it's two doubles and a single. Bring home Ryan Sanford and the Diamond Dogs now lead one to nothing. So Hosnane Harrington looking to continue this streak here. And that will bring out the manager, Corbin Bernard, to talk to his pitcher, Glenn Roberson. As now somebody going over to the bullpen. Well, it looks to be number 16, Benny Suarez from Onondaga Community College, as well as Bilal Schaefer from Johns Hopkins, number 32. Corbin Bernard, I believe, is content with give, letting Roberson finish off the inning. And now he sits in with runners on second and third. And nobody out for Mohawk Valley. Osdane Harrington coming up to the plate. He's 0 for 1 on the night. Grounded out to the shortstop back in the third. The first pitch to him is a foul ball on the count 0-1. 0-1 count to Hosnane Harrington. And the next pitch to him is also fouled off. Count 0-2. 
So the Diamond Dogs, after being no hit for four innings, managed all Dewey Leach. And they now have the lead one to nothing. Next pitch to Her from next pitch to Harrington from Roberson is swung on and missed. And that will be the first out of the inning. Nobody moves. And there's still runners on second and third for Blankenship. Blankenship 0 for 1 with a strikeout. Back in the third. Roberson's still looking pretty good despite giving up three hits this inning. He has six strikeouts, I believe. Oh, excuse me, seven. Including the one this inning from Hosney and Harrington. First pitch to Blankenship is hit into the gap. In second, Aldred able to come up with it and will make the easy throw over to first for the second out. That will bring up Zion Sanders. Sanders 0 for 1 on the night. He's one of seven strikeout victims for Glenn Roberson. First pitch to Zion Sanders is a ball on the count 1-0. Runners on second and third. Two outs for Mohawk Valley. Up 1-0. Next pitch to Zion Sanders is also a ball on the count no 2-0. count to Zion Sanders. Here's the pitch. It's swung on and hit into left field. That'll bring in a run. That will bring in Caden Garcia. Will it bring in Dewey Leach? No, it will not. He'll stay at third. That's an RBI single for Zion Sanders. And there are runners on the corners. And the Diamond Dogs now leading two to nothing. Head to the top of the order. Hector Shepard now come to the plate. 0 for 2 on the night. Granted at the third back in the fourth. And struck out back in the first. First pitch to him from Roberson is a called strike in the count 0 and 1. Oh one count to Hector Shepard, this one is hit into the gap again in left center. That will score another run for Mohawk Valley. Will Sanders make the third to get there? That's an RBI single. And the Dogs now lead three to nothing. So the bats coming alive for Mohawk Valley after being silent for four innings. They've sent seven to the plate so far. And it's resulted in three runs for Mohawk Valley. That will bring up Callie Gallagher. Gallagher 0 for 2 on the night. Rounded short back in the first. And struck out swinging back in the fourth. First pitch to the first baseman from Herkimer. This one is hit over to second base. He'll make the easy play at short. And that will end the inning mercifully for Geneva. Not before three runs on five hits, no errors, and two left on. We head to the top of the sixth. 
Mohawk Valley now leads three to nothing. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. Yingeri now for the top of the sixth after Mohawk Valley explodes for three runs in the bottom of the fifth inning. They now lead by the score of three to nothing. Geneva still looking for their first run of the game as they managed to get a hit back in the fifth from Brooke Pitt. It'll be Matthews, Aldred, and Threat, the minimum three for Geneva here in the sixth. Monty Matthews 0 for 1 as he flew out to center field back in the third inning. First pitch to him from Bradley Ridley is a called strike in the count 0-1. Ridley lost his no-hitter and his perfect game back in the fifth, as we said, on a first pitch single by Brooke Pitt. Pitt managed to get all the way to third before the inning ended, however. So Geneva looking for their first runs of the game. Go one pitch to Monty Matthews is hit in the air to left field. It will drop. Nice little blooper there for Monty Matthews. And there's a single for the Red Wings. And that will bring up Aiden Aldrin. Aldrin tonight's starting second baseman from Bucknell College. Bucknell, the Bucknell product is 0 for 2 on the eighth. First pitch to him is a ball in the count 1 and 0 to Aiden Aldrin. Aldrin has a runner on first, nobody out. Geneva looking to claw back from a 3 nothing deficit. Ridley taking a look at it. The runner on first, that's Monty Matthews. Dances around the bag just a little bit. But not much of a lead for the designated hitter for Geneva. Next pitch to Aldred is swung on and missed. Count one and one. Fans be sure to be back here on Sunday night. As your Diamond Dogs head on the road for one game on Saturday as they take on the Watertown Rapids. They'll be back here on Sunday night as they take on the Adirondack Trailblazers. The 1-1 pitch to Aldred is hit well into the gap. Blanky Chip can't make a play on it and that will be another hit for Geneva. A single for Aiden Aldridge puts runners on first and second for Omar Threat. Threat tonight's starting left fielder. He's 0 for 2 on the night. Looking to get something going for Geneva. Here in the top of the sixth. First pitch to him is a called strike in the count 0-1. One count to Omar Threat, and the pitch is swung on and hit high in the air to right field. That's where Raihan Sanford is. Raihan Sanford will make the squeeze. 
before the first out of the inning, but not before Monty Matthews will make it to third. So good base running fundamentals by Monty Matthews. Tagging up on the play and managing to get into scoring position. That will bring up Ari Churchill. Churchill 0 for 2 on the night with a strikeout swinging. And a ground out to third base. First pitch to him is low for ball one. The count 1-0. One zero count to Ari Churchill and the pitch from Rhythm count. One one count to Ari Churchill. Runners on the corners. One out and the pitch from Bradley Ridley is tipped into the catcher's glove for a foul ball on the count. One and one. Heard the bat just barely clipped the ball, went right into the catcher. Hosnian Harrington's glove, and that's a called strike. Anyway, you slice it. Next pitch to Churchill is a screamer down the first baseline. That will score a run for Geneva <coughs> on an RBI single by Ari Churchill. That will score Monty Matthews and Geneva now on the board. 3-1 to here in the top of the sixth. That will bring up Kareem King. King 0 for 2 on the night with a strikeout back in the last inning and a flyout in the second. Sits in with runners on first and second, two outs. Geneva getting on the board, now only down 3 to 1. First pitch to King is a called strike in the count 0 and 1. 0-1 count to Kareem King. And the pitch to him is bounced over to second base. That's Shahid Swan. The throw over to the shortstop. In time, the throw to first is not in time. King able to beat that one out. And there are runners on the corners with two outs for Brook Pitt. Who got the hitting going back in the fifth inning. One for two on the night. He's also grounded out to third base. Sets in with runners on the corners and two outs. And Giacomo Parks will send somebody to the bullpen. Get your names in just a second. That would be... Brendan Fan, number 34 from the University of Virginia, and Fabio Burgess from SUNY Poly to get warmed up here in the sixth. Pitt takes the first pitch for a called strike and the count 0-1. Smith College. Next pitch to Pitt is a ball on the count one and zero, or excuse me, one and one. 
Runners on the corners. That's Kareem King at first and Aiden Aldred at third. Next pitch to Pitt is low for a ball in the count. 0-1, oh or excuse me, 2-1. Two one count to Brooke Pitt, and this one is hit over to shortstop Blankenship. Blankenship just makes the easy throw over to second base, and that will end the Geneva sixth. One run on three hits, no errors, and two left on. We head to the bottom of the sixth. Mohawk Valley leading three to one. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs baseball. Getting it ready now for the bottom of the sixth. Geneva gets one back in their half of the inning. And the Diamond Dogs now lead by the score of 3-1. to one. It'll be Swan, Sanford, and Garcia. The minimum 3-4 Mohawk Valley here in the sixth. Box score so far. Mohawk Valley three runs. Three runs. Excuse me. On five hits and no errors. Geneva one run on four hits and no errors. And a new pitcher on the mound for the Geneva Red Wings. That will be, once we get a number for you, that will be number 32, Malal Schaefer. Schaefer out of Johns Hopkins. Looking to keep Geneva close as we head into the late innings. Schaefer, a freshman at Johns Hopkins University, just finished his freshman year. Pitched a beauty back on March 27th for the Blue Jays. Only gave up four hits in a shutout victory over Drexel. First pitch to Shahid Swan is a called strike in the count. 0-1 to Shahid Swan. Swan over 2 on the night with a strikeout back in the first inning. The next pitch to him is a ball on the count, 1-1. One one. So 1-1 one one count to Shahid Swan. The next pitch is a ball two in the count now, 1-2. and two. One two count to Shahid Swan, and here is the pitch from Schaefer. And this one is hit into... Right field, it looks to drop between the second baseman and right fielder. That's Aldred and Delaney. And Shahid Swan has a single to start off things in the sixth. That will bring up Sanford. Sanford one for two on the night. Got things going in the fifth with a double. One of two extra base hits for the Diamond Dogs in the fifth inning. 
First pitch to him is a ball on the count 1-0. Swan taking a very slight lead off of the base he occupies. That's first base. As the Johns Hopkins Blue Jay pitches to the Herkimer General. And this one won by the Blue Jay. And the count 1-1. One Sanford could break this game open with one swing of the bat and give the Diamond Dogs a comfortable four-run lead heading into the seventh. Next pitch to Sanford is swung on and missed. Count now one and two to Ryan Sanford. Sanford no stranger to the being behind in the count. As this one is popped up high in the air to deep right field. It's going back at the track at the wall. That one is gone. Home run, Ryan Sanford. Sanford, all the power he could muster behind that one. It will bring home himself and Shahid Swan. Proving that anything can happen in the Perfect Game Collegiate Baseball League. And is just as good, if not better, than Division I talent. It is now 5-1 Mohawk Valley. And that will bring up Caden Garcia. Garcia 1-2 for two on the night with a single back in the fifth inning. First pitch to him from Bilal Schaefer is a ball and the count 1-0. So how quickly Mohawk Valley can get back the run and then some. It is now 5-1 Mohawk Valley. Next pitch to King Garcia is bounced over to the first base side. Second baseman Aiden Aldred will have no problems throwing this one over to first. And there's the first out of the inning for Mohawk Valley. And that will bring up Dewey Leach. Leach one for two on the night with the other double. He got an RBI double back in the fifth to score Ryan Sanford. The first pitch to Leach is swung on and missed. And the count. 0-1. So after giving up a quick home run to Raihan Sanford, Bilal Schaefer has calmed down here as the next pitch is foul tipped. And the count 0-2. 0-2 count to Dewey Leach. And the pitch is swung on and missed. Three pitches, three strikes for Dewey Leach. And there are two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. And I bring up Hosnane Harrington. Harrington has struck out and grounded out so far today. Equating to an 0 for 2 night. Comes in with nobody on, two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. Diamond Dogs picking up another two runs. Off the 2-RBI shot by Ryan Sanford to left. 
to give them a 5-1 to one lead. First pitch to Hasnane Harrington is a foul ball on the count 0-1. Oh 0-1 oh count to Rihan Sanford. Or excuse me, to Hasnane Harrington. Rihan Sanford hitting the home run earlier. <coughs> oh 0-1 pitch to Hasnane Harrington is swung on and missed. And the count is... Next pitch to Harrington is inside for ball to one in the count now one and two. So Bilal Schaefer working quickly for Geneva. And here is the one two pitch is in in the dirt down the third baseline. Third baseman Eric Pena will have no problems with this one. And after a Giving up the home run to Ryan's a single and a home run. Bilal Schaefer calms down rather quickly and gets the next three Diamond Dogs out to end the inning. But not before. Two runs on two hits, no errors, and nobody left on. We head to the top of the seventh. Mohawk Valley leading 5-1. to one. The clouds beginning to break up and it's starting to be a beautiful night at Veterans Memorial Park as we head into the top of the 7th. It'll be Pena, Thorne, and Delaney to try and get the Geneva Red Wings out of a four-run deficit. It's going to be Fabio Burgess to take the dogs maybe the rest of the way. Burgess out of SUNY Poly as both starters now chased from the game. We'll get you the line on both of them in just a second as Burgess takes the last of his warm-up pitches. Bradley goes six strong, faces 23 batters, gets up just the one earned run on four hits. Gives up a walk as well, but also takes five strikeouts with him. An ERA of 1.5 today for the pitcher out of William and Mary. And he'll, and his counterpart, Glenn Roberson, goes five solid with three runs, all of them earned. Five hits, two, two extra base hits, and seven strikeouts for Glenn Roberson. That gives him an ERA of 5.4. Unfortunately, just a little less brilliant as both of them took perfect games into the fourth inning. That was against the SUNY Poly Bobcat. Or excuse me, Wildcat. <laughs> Leach out of DePaul University. And the first pitch to him is a called strike in the count 0-1. count to Eric Pena and the pitch from Fabio Burgess is low for a ball. 
And count even at one apiece. One one count to Eric Pena, and the pitch is bounced down the third baseline. That's where Dewey Leach will scoop it up and throw it over to first. Kelly Gallagher will make the grab for the first out. That'll bring up Casper Thorne. Thorne officially 0 for 1 on the night. Walked back in the fifth inning. And the first pitch to the Geneva first baseman is a called strike and the count 0 and 1. one count to Casper Thorne. The pitch to from Fabio Burgess is a foul ball in the count 0-1. Or excuse me, 0-2. 0-2 count to Casper Thorne. The pitch from Fabio Burgess is fouled off down the first base side for a foul ball in the count remains 0-2. O2 count to Casper Thorne. This pitch is inside for ball one. Count now one and two. To the Central Connecticut State Blue Devil. A one two count to Casper Thorne, and the pitch is low for ball two, and the count now two and two. A 2-2 count to Casper Thorne. This one swung on and missed. And that's strikeout number one for Fabio Burgess. There are two outs here in the top of the seventh. Jorge Delaney now looking to get things going for choice back in the fifth. Crowned out to the same person back in the Third. First pitch him from Burgess is low for a ball in the count 1 0. Oh. 1 0 count to Jorge Delee, and the pitch is low for ball 2 in the count now 2 0 oh to Jorge Delaney. Delaney ahead on a 2-0 count. The pitch to him from Fabio Burgess is low in the dirt again for ball three. So, Jorge, or excuse me, Fabio Burgess looking to work Delaney low, and it hasn't worked so far. He's in a hole three and zero. Oh. The pitch from Fabio Burgess is swung on and missed. Count now three and one. To the Barnard College product. Three one count to Jorge Delaney and the pitch is high for ball four and that will put Jorge Delaney on base for Geneva.
That will bring up Monty Matthews. Matthews one for two on the night. Scored back in the sixth on an RBI single by Ari Churchill. Looking to get something going in here with a runner on first. That's Jorge Delaney. And two outs. First pitch to him is fouled off. And the count 0-1. On deck for the Red Wings, if we get that far, it'll be Aiden Aldrin. Aldrin singled back in the sixth. Next pitch to Matthews is swung on and blooped into shallow left field. Blankenship can't make a play on it, and Zion Sanders will. He'll have to eat that ball, however, and there are runners on first and second for Geneva after the single by Monty Matthews. Back-to-back -back singles by the designated hitter out of Mohawk Valley Community College. Now bring up the top of the order and Aiden Aldred. Runners on first and second down. First pitch from Burgess is fouled off in the count 0-1. A final score from Newark as the Jamestown Tarp Skunks came back from a two-run deficit, scored seven in the eighth, and came out of Colburn Park with an 8-2 victory. Utica now leading Watertown in the eighth. The score there is five to nothing for the Blue Sox. Mohawk Valley looking to get off the losing Schneid as they lost their last game 5-2 to two to the same Utica Blue Sox in Game 2 of their Route 5 rivalry. They're losing streak now at 2 after a loss at Murnane Field as well. So the Blue Sox sweeping both parts of their home and home. Plenty more chances for the Diamond Dogs to get back on track against their Route 5 rivals as Aldra takes this one for a foul ball in the count 0-2. 0-2 count to Aiden Aldred. Burgess working quickly. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. And that will end the Geneva 7th. It's time to stretch here in Little Falls. And we do that here with the sounds of late Cubs broadcaster Harry Carey. For those of you listening from Geneva, we head to the 7th and the 7th inning stretch. Mohawk Valley leading by the score of 5-1. to one. Take it away, Harry. Thank you. 
And as always, the great Harry Carey taking us into the stretch. We'll be right back in just a second. Diamond Dogs leading 5-1 to one as we head to the bottom of the 7th. Getting you ready now for the bottom of the 7th. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of 5-1. to one. It'll be Blankenship, Sanders, and heading up to the top of the order for Hector Shepard. As Bilal Schaefer comes back for another go at the Diamond Dogs. It'll be Blankenship up to the plate first. He's 0 for 2 on the night. Struck out back in the third. Grounded out in the fifth. And the first pitch to him is hit over to the third first base side. Where first baseman Casper Thorne will have no problems picking that one up. And stepping on the bag for the first out. And that will bring up Zion Sanders after one pitch, one out for Geneva. Stanford Bilal Schaefer has certainly calmed down. Getting the next four Diamond Dogs out in succession. So Zion Sanders coming into the play. He has an RBI on the night. He's one for two. Uh, RBI bringing home Caden Garcia. Second of three RBIs in that fifth inning where Mohawk Valley exploded for three runs. First pitch to Sanders is a called strike in the count 0-1. So it looks like Geneva has found their pitching groove after a after two disastrous innings, but is it enough to get the Red Wings out of this 5-1 deficit? Next pitch to Sanders is low for a ball in the count now two or excuse me, one and one. One one count to Zion Sanders and the pitch to him is a ball in the count of two and one. Two one count to Zion Sanders. Schaefer working quickly, going into the stretch and the pitch. A beautiful hanging curve that had Zion Sanders completely fooled. And it's now two and one to Zion Sanders. Two one count to Zion Sanders. Here's the pitch from Schaefer. Swung on and missed. And there are now two outs here in the bottom of the seventh. And we'll bring up Hector Shepard. Shepard one through excuse me. Shepard one for three on the night with an RBI. Back in the fifth. That was an RBI single. Now stands in with nobody on and two outs here in the Bottom of the seventh. Diamond Dogs still leading 5-1. to one. We'll get to the box score in just a second. As Shepard, or Schaefer goes into his stretch, throws Shepard a wicked fastball. They had him completely fooled once again. And the count 0-1. 
A one count to Hector Shepard, and the pitch is hit over to the shortstop, Brooke Pitt. Pitt scoops it up, throws, and that will quickly end the inning for Mohawk Valley. So, eight pitches and three outs for Bilal Schaefer really throwing the heat there. And we head to the top of the eighth. Diamond Dogs still leading by the score of 5-1. to one. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. It'll be Threat, Churchill, and King, the minimum three for the Geneva Red Wings here in the top of the eighth. They need four runs to stay in this thing, and they only have six outs to do it. Threat 0 for 3 on the night. He'll face off against Fabio Burgess for the first time. Burgess coming in, only allowing one hit so far for Mohawk Valley. And it looks like there's no more action in the Mohawk Valley bullpen. So I assume, unless things get really out of hand, Giacomo Parks will finish off this game with Burgess on the mound. First pitch from the SUNY Poly Wildcat to the Lynn University product is a ball and the count 1 and 0 1 0 count to Omar Threat and the pitch is hit over to the second base side that's Shahid Swan's area and he scoops it up easily throw over to first in time and there's one out here in the 8th that will bring up Ari Churchill Churchill has the only RBI to speak of for the Geneva Red, Wing, Geneva Red Wings tonight. It was an RBI single back in the sixth that scored Monty Matthews. Stands in with nobody on. One out here in the top of the eighth. Geneva needs four to keep this thing going. Down five to one. At least four. Would like five so that... Diamond Dogs heading to the bottom of the ninth with a little bit of pressure on them. And the first pitch from Burgess to Churchill is a ball in the count 1-0. Just managed to miss the bottom half of there. The 1-0 pitch to Churchill is swung on and missed. Count 1-1 one one to Churchill. 1 for 3 on the night. Also struck out back in the fourth and grounded out in the first. But the highlight of tonight's game has been the pitching as Churchill fouls that one off for strike two. Both Bradley Ridley and Glenn Roberson coming into this game and pitching four innings apiece of perfect baseball. Unfortunately, Roberson's night ended in the fifth as he gave up a three-run explosion in the bottom half of the inning, and that's the Diamond Dogs have held the lead since as Churchill takes a ball 
And the count, two and two. Two-two count to Ari Churchill, and this one is swung on and missed. And there are now two outs here in the top of the eighth. That will bring up Kareem King. King not showing much of that power we were mentioning back in the first inning, but he did manage to foul one into the backstop and... I believe they they've tried they've tried every single inning to pry that thing out so they can give it to Kareem King because that was that was impressive but <laughs> no luck so far as he'll foul this one right next to it oh my goodness he has stuck two balls into this backstop here at Veterans Memorial Park and it could be filled with baseballs by the time we're done here <laughs> count 0-1 to Kareem King. Another one stuck in the fence, and I don't believe in the six years we we I've been doing this. I don't I don't think I've ever seen one get stuck in the fence. I've seen one get through the swinging doors we have here at Veterans Memorial Park. I've seen one go. Oh, I've seen many go over the backstop. I've seen many. I haven't seen one go through the backstop yet, but you know we're still young. <laughs> As King takes a ball on the count one and two. Or excuse me, one and one. But I've never seen one get actually stuck in the backstop. And now it's happened twice. For the side. He swings and misses at strike two. One, two count to Kareem King. And here is the 1-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. And that will end the 8th for Geneva. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on. 1-2-3 go the Red Wings with two strikeouts from Fabio Burgess. And we head to the bottom of the 8th. Diamond Dogs leading 5-1. Getting ready now for the bottom of the eighth. Last chance for Mohawk Valley to put anything on the board. Get some insurance for the top of the ninth. They lead 5-1. to one. It'll be Gallagher, Swan, and Sanford. The minimum three for Mohawk Valley in the eighth. They'll face off against Bilal Schaefer. Nope, they will not face off against Bilal Schaefer. There is a new pitcher on the mound for Geneva. It will be... Excuse me, it will be Riker Richards, number 14, out of Stanford. Richards leading the Pac-10, or excuse me, Pac-12. In... ERA with a 2.96 and also lead led the Cardinal in strikeouts with 22 
Also had a eight strikeout game against the University of Southern California early on in March. He'll face off against Callie Gallagher, Shahid Swan, and Raihan Sanford. Gallagher 0 for 3 on the night, hit into a fielder's choice back in the fifth, struck out swinging, and grounded out to the shortstop. Sits in with nobody on, no outs here in the bottom of the eighth. Diamond Dogs leading 5 to 1. First pitch to Gallagher is a call strike and the count 0-1. count to Callie Gallagher and the pitch is swung on and missed. Count 0-2. count to Callie Gallagher and the pitch is hit over to the shortstop side. Brook Pitt... No problems with this one. And that will be the first out of the inning. Three pitches, one out for Riker Richards, who's wearing number zero tonight for the Geneva Red Wings. And Shahid Swab will come up to the plate. Swan one for three on the night. He singled back in the sixth, went, came around to score on the Brian Sanford home run. First pitch to Swan is swung on and hit down the third baseline. Casper Thorne will have no problems with this one. And there's the second out. So quickly, Riker Richards gets to work, but will it be enough for Geneva in the top of the ninth? They still need four to make this a game. That will bring up Raihan Sanford. Sanford, two for three on the night. He has a double and a home run. Home run breaking this game open and scoring Shahid Swan. First pitch to him is swung on and hit deep to right center. This general is on fire. That's a home run for Raihan Sanford. And it's now six to one. Mohawk Valley on the solo shot by Sanford. That's two home runs on the game. It brings him up to eight on the season for Mohawk Valley. And that will bring up Caden Garcia. Garcia singled back in the fourth. And the first pitch to him. Nope, it will be a timeout. As catcher Ari Churchill goes to talk to his pitcher after that embarrassing home run. First pitch to Caden Garcia is a called strike in the count 0-1. So, a little bit of a meeting on the mound by Ari Churchill after after Richard Richards gives up the home run. So both relievers coming on and giving up home runs rather early in their work. Strike one two. O2 count to King Garcia, and here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. So a great inning minus the home run by Riker Richards. 
one run on one hit, no errors, and nobody left on. We head to the top of the ninth. No last chance for Geneva to pick up some runs. They're now down six to one. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs baseball. Getting ready now for the top of the ninth. It's Geneva down six to one. Brooke Pitt, Eric Pena, and Casper Thorne, the minimum three for Geneva here in the top of the ninth. They need five runs to at least five runs to keep this thing going. They're down six to one. They'll face off against Fabio Burgess, going for his third inning of And Brooke Pitt is one for three on the night with the first hit of the game for Geneva. First pitch to him is swung on and hit into the gap in left field. And that's another single for Brooke Pitt. So as he did the first time back in the fifth inning, it's another single for Brooke Pitt. And the Geneva has a runner on first for Eric Pena. Pena, however, has not been so lucky. He's 0 for 3 on the night. As we have a final from Utica. And Utica continues their winning ways. They knock off the Watertown Rapids by the score of 8 to nothing. So Utica will jump up to 7 and 2. The best record in the perfect game collegiate baseball league so far. While Watertown drops to three and nine. Mohawk Valley looking to go eight and three. Not off to a good start here in the ninth as they've given up in a, a single to Brook Pitt to start things off. And Pena takes a called strike for the, his first pitch and the count 0-1. Everybody in the infield looking for the double play ball. And the next pitch to Pitt is a called strike as well. 0-2 count to Eric Pena. Burgess working quickly. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. And there's the first out of the inning for Fabio Burgess from SUNY Poly. That will bring up Casper Thorne. Thorne 0 for 2 on the night. Two strikeouts and a walk. First pitch to him is a called strike in the count 0-1. So the Red Wings may be living here on borrowed time. Double play depth are, is the infield. And the pitch is swung on and hit over to the second base side. Shahid Swan throws over to the shortstop, the throw to first is in time, and the ball game is over. A 4-6-3 double play will finish off the Red Wings, and this ball game is history. Final score from Little Falls, it's Mohawk Valley 6 and the Geneva Red Wings 1. A game that only goes 2 hours and 16 minutes. And your winner tonight is Bradley Ridley. You have the loss to Glenn Roberson, who is no less brilliant. Both of them going four runs, four innings of 
perfect ball for their respective teams. No save tonight, unfortunately, for Fabio Burgess, but he does pick up the hold. As the Diamond Dogs finish the game 6-1. to one. So once again, your final score from Veterans Memorial Park in Little Falls. It's Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs 6 and the Geneva Red Wings 1. Diamond Dogs jump to 8-3 and three on the season. While the Red Wings will drop to 5-8. and eight. For the entire Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs family, this is Charles McMullen saying goodnight, and we'll see you on Sunday as your Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs will face off against the Adirondack Trailblazers. We'll see you then. Good night, everybody.